Word for You is presented by Grace Point Church in Lakewood, Ohio. We are located at the intersection of Warren and Alger and welcome you to visit us in person or online at gracepointlakewood.com. That's G-R-A-C-E-P-O-I-N-T-E-L-A-K-E-W-O-O-D dot com. Listen to podcasts of sermons from our pastor, Mike Bartolone, and various guest pastors. You will see that grace is always the point, and you are always welcome. Welcome to Grace Point Church. Happy Thanksgiving and blessings to you, your families, your friends. We are certainly thankful for all God has given us. Amen. The following are scriptures regarding Thanksgiving and what and who we are thankful for. Ephesians 5.20 says, Give thanks always for all things to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanksgiving is 365 days a year, and it's good to be blessed to live in a country where we can set a day aside to remind us to be thankful always for all things. Psalm 136.1 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. God is so good. Romans 2.4 tells us that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. God doesn't draw by fear or condemnation that comes from the world, the flesh, and the devil. God's goodness proclaimed in the gospel of grace, the almost too good to be true good news, leads men to repentance. We can always give thanks to God, our Father, for his goodness, loving kindness, mercy, and grace in his Son, Jesus. John 1.17 tells us, For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. <laughs> Grace is not a doctrine. Grace is a person. His name is Jesus. Amen. You can substitute the name Jesus for grace anywhere in the scriptures, and a verse won't lose any of its meaning. In fact, the meaning is enhanced because you know grace personally in the Son of God. You can't get too much grace, just like you can't too much get, get too much of Jesus. So 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 tells us, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks. The word give thanks is eucharisto. In Greek, the word eucharist means give thanks. The word we use for communion. For this is the will of God in Christ concerning you. Speaking of praying without ceasing, Paul said, I will pray in the Spirit. I will pray with understanding. I will sing in the Spirit, and I will sing with understanding. And when you pray in the Spirit, you indeed give thanks well. God gave you his gift by which you can give thanks as you yourself are edified, built up. 
Thank God for His grace, mercy, and forgiveness. Psalm 103, 1 to 5 tells us, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Psalm 103, verse 12 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far has removed our transgressions from us. Removed is not, not covered, not covered, but rahak is the Hebrew word which means to put far away. Paul preaching in Acts says that through this man Jesus, forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you, and by him everyone who believes is justified from everything. Everything means everything, from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Corey Tenboom said, God takes our sins, the past, present, and future, and dumps them in the sea and puts up a sign that says, No fishing allowed. Of our new covenant, which was cut on the cross, a covenant between Jesus and the Father, so it will never, never fail. God says, For I will be merciful toward their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. Hebrews 8:12. God forgot all our sins and lawless deeds. Jesus took all our sins, the past, present, future. See that in Colossians 2, 13 and 14. You can't take them back. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall we not with him also freely give us all things? Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. In conclusion, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take the cup of salvation, Yeshua, that's the word for salvation in Hebrew. Jesus, his name in the original Hebrew. Yeshua means salvation, deliverance, aid, victory, prosperity, health, healing, welfare. And I will call upon the name of the Lord, Jesus. Jesus wants us to receive, so we will take the cup of Jesus, salvation, deliverance, victory, health, healing, welfare, prosperity, and call on his name, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's worship him and give thanks. The table that you've prepared for me in the presence of my enemies. It's your body and your blood you shed for me. And this is how I fight my battles. Again. There's a table that you've prepared for me. In the presence of my enemies. It's your body and your blood you shed. This is how I fight my battles. 
And this is how I fight my battles. This is how I sing it again. This is how. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I. you today in, in faith and in healing. We know the blood is life. We know the body, the blood together is healing and life. I want to just remind you of something in Matthew 8. 
Sometimes we think it's not true because that's not what God's word says. We feel like we're unclean or not worthy. But I'm going to tell you something. Oh, the old covenant was different. The new covenant, Jesus went to the unclean leper. He was they were not allowed in the old covenant to even touch them because they were unclean. But guess what? Jesus went and touched that leper because he fulfilled the old covenant and we ever knew. And what's so powerful about that? It's not only that. God is so good. But there was a centurion who came right after that and said, "Would you heal my servant?" He's sick, he's paralyzed. And you know, there's power in what God has given us through our words. That's where our faith comes through is through our words. Because that centurion knew his authority. He was a Gentile. Yet he knew Jesus. And he said, "Lord, only say the word. Does anybody need healing here?" <laughs> Only say the word because Jesus has already done it. Amen. I I pray that increases your faith because God wants to heal today. Don't ever think that you are unworthy anymore because Jesus paid it all and it's him, not us. Amen. Amen. Yes. He will go and touch the unclean. He will be kind to the evil doers. Yes. Why? Cuz his love is so unconditional and so deep and so great that he paid it all for us. And I have a thankful heart this morning, filled with gratitude for what he has done for us. Because he is so so good. undeserving yet he did it for me amen we're going to turn to psalms 145 and 18 psalm 145 18 How many of us came for a word today? We didn't get out of that warm bed. <laughs> Come out into this snow, into this cold expecting nothing. We came expecting a word or sentence or phrase, whatever works for you. But you better get something out of this. Find something to take with you this day. to carry you throughout the, this week until the next time we meet. Psalm 145 and 18. Would you stand for the reading of the word? That's my tradition to give our honor to God all the way. The Lord is near to all who call upon him. To all who call upon him in truth. 
You may be seated. Lord, I thank you today that you will shine your light as you have already done. That you will keep it going, O Heavenly Father. That this word will pierce the ears and the hearts of those who are listening. O Heavenly Father, to our online viewers, let them grab a word from Grace Point today. Let them hear something that they've been missing. Let them come back to Jesus, O dear Lord. Let them find out, O Heavenly Father, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And there is no way but through him. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen. And amen. I want to preach for a little while today, using as a subject, don't miss out. Don't miss out. Somebody tells anybody, don't miss out. Come on, y'all can do better than that. Don't miss out. You don't want no one to miss out on this. This is the best place in the world today, in God's house. Don't you dare miss out. The question is, how near? This is the question that has to be asked because many times we feel that God has gone away off somewhere. But how near is he? We have to ask this because the Bible describes him as a God who is both far and near. I can remember a time in 2006 when my mom was stricken with cancer. For that year, it was a challenging year very challenging. She was stricken with lung cancer and she didn't want to spend her time in the hospital. I'm just sharing a little bit about me just to help you to get to know me a little bit better so that you would know that this message is genuine. So my brothers and I were deemed to be the health care assistants. In other words, uh, to take care of her at home because she didn't want to spend her time in the hospital. So for the whole year, everything looked bright. Even though it was terminal, you know how we get that glimpse of light, you know, everything looks good, everything is going good. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the year, November, it started to kick in stronger, the, the lung cancer. And so we had to take shifts uh, I would sit there for some hours. My brother would sit there, my other brother, there's three of us. We would switch off and on. And I, at the time, I was working third shift as well. So I would get off of work, head over there in the morning, sometimes drop a needle off to work, and then head over there. It was on the east side. Do my shift. Then my brother, he would work come off, get off, he'd come over and do like a second shift and third shift and so on and so forth. And so during that time, 
when we cried out for her and her situation, we wondered, where was God? It was a tough time. We wondered, how come he's so far away? But he's so near. Because he was giving us the strength, so that means he was, he was present. We had the strength. He was giving us the strength that we needed. So that means he wasn't that far away. But was he too far to heal us? And we said the word. We could send the word. And she could be healed. Was this word too far away to heal? Then we discovered that he is both far and near. He is both at the same time. Listen closely. He is far in recognition of his sovereignty and his position in relation to the rest of the creation. I'm going to say that again. He is far in recognition of his sovereignty and his position in relation to the rest of creation. He is far above us in that regard. He is over all and directs and controls everything. Always, his overall purpose in mind is to love us. He wants to love on us. He wants to provide for us. He wants to give us everything that we need and desire. That's what God wants to do. If we can believe. If we desire to have a good relationship with God. And that's the word right there, relationship. I know nowadays we're hearing about, oh, I'm I'm just spiritual, so I don't I don't go to church. I'm I'm very religious, so I don't need to be around those worshipers, those people who praise God and talk about Jesus and you know, those Jesus freaks. Yeah. I know you heard it out there. You know, they don't discuss the relationship, they think it's about rituals and routines and, you know, demands and things of that nature. But how many of us know that it's about a relationship, the closeness, the togetherness, the love of God? So if we desire to have a good relationship with God, we will have to take this last factor into consideration because it affects our lives. He does everything with his overall purpose in mind. There are occasions when he may be unable to act in our behalf as fast as we want him to because you know and I know we want an instant God. Sometimes we, God help me, can you come that fast? And that's a prayer. If you didn't know it, it's called breath prayer. God help me. 
Sometimes we can't get down on our knees. As the Bible said, every knee shall bow. But every now and again, and I said it before, you have to practice kneeology. I don't care if you got to put a couple pillows under those knees. Get down on your knees and give God some glory. Give him some time in your own time. You won't be wasting your time. It may feel like it because it's not happening as fast as you would like for it to happen. But even if you got to use a couple pillows, it's called neology. <laughs> On behalf of one of our requests of him, because other people's situation whose lives touch on ours must be resolved first. A clear example of this is in the book of Job. And I'm only using one scripture, but I'm going to talk about Job a little bit today. The book of Job. Job was totally unaware of what was being worked out through around and about him. Even Satan was having something to prove to him by God because he challenged him. In the vernacular of today, God said to the devil, okay, Satan, see if you can break Job. If you read the story, you will see what I'm talking about. I challenge you if you can break him. Satan could not break Job just like he can't break you. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what your circumstance is. It doesn't matter what your situation is, what issue you may be dealing with. Satan cannot break you because God got your back. God got your back. 24-7, and he doesn't miss a beat. That's one person, one entity that is not late, but he's on time because he's an on-time God. Satan could not break Job. The man stood his ground. Will you stand your ground and not give up, give in, or give out? Will you stand your ground and not let Satan have his way? Because he has been defeated. He's under our feet. We can stomp on him. You saw Kevin doing it. Shaking the ground. And get it moving with God. Huh? Get it moving with God. Even though he got battered mightily in the process. Not really understanding what was happening. He undoubtedly appealed to God. See, that's what we got to do. No matter what's going on, you got to appeal to God. I know we check all the resources. We look to our family members, our cousins, our friends, our, our, our uh, one, our down one, what they call it. Uh, 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 the one person that we can call to and we can depend on. Ride or die. There it is. We look to them before we look to God. We got to start appealing to God first. He's right there, the tangible in our reach. Sometimes he may be far, 
And sometimes he may be near, but he's both places at the same time. Because while he's omnipresent, he's everywhere. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. But he could not answer because other things were being worked out through, around, and about in Job, of which he was totally unaware. He is mysterious. Sometimes we don't even know what's going on. Why is this happening to me? You think you got all your T's crossed and all your I's dotted? You're doing the right thing? You're paying your tithes? You're saying your prayers? You're lifting up the Lord? And things still happen. Unforeseen occurrences befall us all. Job was not privy to the conversation between God and Satan, nor to the fact that God was putting him through this in order that a book be written of his experience, of his experiences. That's our testimony. We testify after we've been through a test, then we have a message after we came out of the mess. That becomes our testimony. Some of us withhold our testimony and we don't share enough to help someone else out of their mess. We got to learn to give our testimony to share with someone else so they can come out of their mess and then they will have a testimony. Then God gets the glory. Then it goes on and on and on as we pass it on. Which could not be written until the episode had resolved. So Job had to go through a great deal of discomfort, pain, and emotional anguish while the whole situation played out. Ain't that something when you got to go through it and then you watching it like you on the outside looking in, but you're involved? But God, but God gives us the strength to carry out the task. For a while, God was a God from afar. Now that we have more understanding, which I hope you do, and the Bible is complete, we realize that he was also a God who was near because he strengthened Job so that he could resist the temptations of the most powerful being to tempt mankind. Yeah, we can't do it on our own. That's something we have to realize. Even though we will fight our battles, but we have to fight our battles along with God. We heard it in the song, God will fight our battles. We can't do it on our own. He strengthened Job so that he could resist the temptations of the most powerful being to tempt mankind. Job stood up just fine. Because this book has been written and because Job endured this, we now have a clear picture why. At times, bad things happen to good people. We have a clear picture through Job of why bad things happen to good people.
And, and it's not an easy message to preach, but it's the reality of things. We can also see that this book of Job shows that God has faith in us too. God believes in us. Will you believe in you? God believes in you. Don't hold back your talents. Exercise your gifts that God has given you. It's, it does not work just one way. God was working from afar with his overall picture in mind for mankind. And God was also working nearby. Our God is a good God. I said our God is a good God. Come on, y'all. We serve a good God around here. The one and only. Just when you're at the brink of giving up, throwing in the towel, just when you're losing hope and your faith is falling short, he loves you so much that he will give the power you need. He will give you the strength you need. He has the ingredients to lift you up and pull you out of your pit. Just when it looked hopeless, just when it looked like the healing wouldn't take place, God will come through for you. God is a good God that we serve. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. Don't you dare miss out. He was wounded for our transgressions. Hey! Bruised for our iniquities. And by his stripes, glory. We were healed. We were healed. Hallelujah. Will you give him that chance this morning? Will you allow God to be all he can be in your life today? Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. He is a good God. And if you believe that he can be healed, you can be healed. Then clap for God this morning, would you? Come on, I know you could do better than that. You clapping for yourself. Clap for somebody else today. If you need prayer for anything today, as the worship begins to play, God is listening. God is listening. Stretch your right hand of faith, would you please? Oh, Heavenly Father. For those who believe in you today, they have stretched their arm out, O oh Heavenly Father, to touch you, O oh dear Lord. For we know that you are near and afar, O oh Heavenly Father. Let our hand that reach out towards heaven, O oh dear Lord, reach you, O oh dear Lord. Let us be able to touch you, O oh Heavenly Father. Let us be able to send that word, O oh dear Lord. And you heed to that word. You adhere to that word, O oh Heavenly Father. For you know what we are in need of, oh dear Lord. Don't leave us hanging. For we will not miss out on you, Lord. Don't miss out. Let us get some more worship in our blood. Breathe in me your life, I can feel you are close now. I can never hide.
The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. God bless you, and happy Thanksgiving. could sing these songs as I often do, but every song must end, and you never do. So I throw up my hands and praise you again and again, because all that Hallelujah. 
Don't you get 